What's up, everybody? I Irving TV, Double I TV, whatever you want to call me, as long as it's nothing disrespectful. Because if it get disrespectful, then um, I'm gonna get Dusty, which is um, which is my rabbit. I'm gonna get Dusty to chew up all your wires, the wires to your Xbox, the wires to your PlayStation, the wires to well, I would say Switch, but. You can still chew up the um the charger cords and the HDMI cords, whatever cords you got to your PC and all that stuff. Cause rappers do chew up cords. You get disrespectful, I'm gonna get them to chew up all your cords. And I like to welcome y'all. I like to welcome y'all to another episode of Squirrel Moments the podcast. We are on episode nine, and I know it's been a while since we um. Since we, you know, we did the podcast, but you know what? It's all good, and that's all I'm gonna touch on that. Uh, I'm not gonna keep saying sorry, you know, sorry, it's been a while since I recorded. I'm a busy guy, I'm a busy man, this, that, and the other, you know. Let me tell y'all something real quick. Well, first of all, um, today's date is October the 2nd, and right now it is 9.56 in the morning. And let me tell you something. I've been up since 12 o'clock in the morning. My sleep schedule is all messed up. And the reason why it's all messed up, because first of all, I work nights. So that's one reason why. But I like I like working nights. I love working nights, actually. I really love working nights. And the second reason why it's all messed up, because I'm also in school as well. If y'all don't know, I'm in school. I've been, you know, the semester started um, back for me back in late. Yeah, late August. Whatever. Cause last year I took a um I took a year break and now I'm going back. So yeah, that's that. So you know, doing homework and all this stuff. Sometimes I have to stay up a little longer and this that. Woo. Let me tell you something real quick. This week, cause it's it's Saturday, as I'm recording this. It's yes, it's a Saturday. So this week has been long. But um, what was I going with this? Oh my goodness, I'm having a squirrel moment right now. Oh gosh, I'm really having a squirrel moment. We're already starting early. <laughs> But yeah, I've been up since 12 and I've been, you know, doing homework and all this stuff. And I had to do a textbook reading, which was like 30, 40 pages. And my assignment is due today at midnight. So that's why I'm staying up late. But yeah, my, my whole sleep schedule is all messed up, this, that, and the other. But enough about my crazy sleep schedule and all this stuff. We're going to get to the podcast. Again, this is episode nine. Um... What else, what else, what else, what else we got to hit? What else we got to hit? Did it stand the other? Oh, yeah, 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 um, Of course, um, if y'all watching the video version, um, if y'all watching the video version, which is on YouTube, on my YouTube app, um, channel, <laughs> IRVNT, it's been a while since I did the podcast, so I'm a little mixed up. I should have watched one of my older episodes before I got on, but it, it's all good. If you're watching the video version, make sure to give this a like, go ahead and comment on there, all this kind of stuff, go ahead and share it. And then if you're um, listening to the audio version, which is on Spotify, anchor.fm and google podcast go ahead and give it a good rating be honest about it but go ahead and give it a good rating be honest about it but go ahead and give it a good rating like i said and also um you're not obligated to i always say this whether it's on the podcast the stream uh, on stream whatever which i stream on both youtube and i have a twitch channel which everything is iron tv so um you're not obligated to, but if y'all want to support the channel, support the podcast, whatever, 
go ahead and uh, send that donation to my um my cash app, which is dollar sign Irving TV. So yeah, that's I think that's everything. Also follow me on all my social medias. Everything is Irving TV. Um, Twitter, which I'm starting to be more active on Twitter now. Um, Instagram, which is where I'm most active at. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Snapchat, I kind of fell off, but y'all can still follow me on there. TikTok. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. Just, just, just. I'm basically on all social medias. Just, yeah, all social medias. So, yeah, go ahead and give me a follow on there. Um, I'm pretty responsive. Um, if y'all send me a message or comment, whatever, I'm. I try to be as responsive as um as to the best of my ability. Because sometimes I'd be so busy. Sometimes I I see it, but I'm like. I'm moving so fast, like, oh, okay, they comment on there. All right, what was I doing before I see that comment? So, but even if I don't comment on there, I'll at least like this, you know, y'all comments or whatever, y'all messages, whatever. I'll at least acknowledge it some way, somehow. But anyway, I'm talking too much. Um, now, y'all see if y'all watching the video version, even though my hair, my locks look horrible, today, early this morning, it was like five, six o'clock this morning. I had to get myself um round up. I finally shaved a little bit. You know, I got the beard going on. This, that, and other. Because it's, it's been a bit. You know, like I said, I've been busy. So, and usually, like, um, you see my fingers if you're watching the video version. Like, usually right here, I have a little line that's right here. But I could not line it up. So, I just cut it off. And I like this look, actually. I like it. I look good. I look good. I look good. What's up, baby? How you doing? You want to come over to my place? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let, let's go. Cause I, I, I'm talking too much. Um, drinking a bang energy drink because, and I try to. I always say this. I try to avoid energy drinks, but I'm a little tired right now. So, wait. Let's get to it. Let's let's get to it. I have my show notes over. Now, I want to tell y'all something real quick. I want to tell y'all something real quick. Um, uh, something good happened to me yesterday or the day before. I don't remember exactly. But. Now I told y'all about my little financial struggles. I'm not getting I'm not gonna go into details, but you know, I've been kinda struggling with debt and all this stuff, which you know, because half of it is my choices, and then half of it I'm trying to help somebody this that. But it was still my choice. But anyway. Cause right now my objective right now is to pay off my debt and then save up money so I can have my own place. Cause right now it, it's me and my dad, but I want my own place. And hopefully I'll have it by next year. So um, so what was I going with this? I'm having a squirrel moment, squirrel moment, squirrel moment, squirrel moment. <laughs> so I was off of work for about two weeks, right? I'm, I'm, I've been back to work for about two weeks now, but um, I was off of work for two weeks because recently my dad had back surgery. So I took two weeks off so that way I can um help help take care of him and all that kind of stuff. And I was getting paid for those two weeks. Things was kind of tight. So yesterday or the day before, I went to check the mail because I was like, I know I had a 401k account with one of my um, and I'm gonna explain what a 401k account is if you don't know, um, in a second. But I was going through the mail because one of my previous jobs i still had a 401k account because i also uh withdrew for one of my other one uh, 401k accounts when i was working at cvs um yeah so i was working at cvs and i had a 401k account and i ended up withdrawing that earlier this year 
but I knew I had another one at the call center I was working at. So I was looking through the mail to try to find the stuff, and I found it. But what's funny is when I opened it, I was expecting just the information to be on there. You know, so that way I can call or do what I got to do in order to, for them to send me a check or for them to deposit in my account. And I opened it, and it was actually a check. I'm not going to say the amount. It, it wasn't a lot. But it was, well, actually, it was, it was a, it was enough for me to be like, oh, snap, they sent me the check. So I was like, oh, yeah. And then that was some good news because I was like, I needed this. I needed this. So what I did with that was, with that money, I cleared out one of my um, one of my credit cards, and then with the rest of it, I paid towards some other stuff. So that's some good news for me. And the timing couldn't have been any better. The timing couldn't be any better. And this is the reason why I believe in a higher power. I'm not gonna get into too many details because, again, when it comes to my channel, all this stuff, I avoid politics and I avoid religion. But after that, I was like, man, this is, this is definitely a higher power, you know. But anyway, the timing couldn't have been better. So, oh, yeah, I, I felt good about that one. So, uh, yeah. Now, for my younger audience, or even some people that's my age that might not know about this, um, this is what a 401k um, account is. A 401k account is basically a retirement account. So, most jobs, um, you know, most jobs have benefits, health insurance and all this stuff. One of the benefits is 401k in which you can have a certain percentage of your check going to this um, separate account. And it's basically a retirement account. So when you retire, you have money set for you, you know, and most jobs, what they do is they actually match it. So let's just say, for example, right, usually it goes by percentage, but Let's go by dollar amount real quick. So let's just say, for example, per paycheck, you put like twenty, it, like twenty or thirty dollars is taken out of your check to go in your four hundred one k account. The job will then match that. So if it's like thirty, if you put thirty dollars, they will match that with another thirty dollars. So when I was working the other two jobs, I had a four hundred one k account. I wasn't putting too much in there, but you know, when they match it and then over time it builds and trust me, when, when I say that four one, the, um, those four hundred one k, um, accounts save my butt. It really did save my butt. Cause I really needed that money. So now let me, let me say this real quick. Now I will, I will have to say this. Um, first of all, let me, let me make a disclaimer. I am not a financial advisor. I am not a financial advisor, but I can tell y'all this much. Again, a 401k account is for retirement. So if you withdraw early, there is a penalty. It's like you get taxed early um, and then early withdrawal penalties and all this stuff. But I still had a decent amount that I was able to use. So be aware of that. Uh, 401k is for retirement. So you will get penalized. So just be aware that if y'all have a 401k account or plan on getting a 401k account and just think you can borrow from it or you can, you know, just take money from it because there is, it is your money, but at the end of the day, uh, there is penalties and all this stuff. So just be aware of that. And I know like some jobs, like, now mind you, again, those was old jobs. So the penalties wasn't as much, but if you're currently working a job, and then you borrow from your 401k. You have to kind of pay yourself back. But it is plus interest. 
So you pay yourself back and then you pay yourself back interest. So there's that. But I would just, I just want to put that out there real quick, you know, because that was that was good for me. I really needed that, and I wanted to tell y'all if you don't know, for those that don't know about what a 401k account is, and trust me. If you're if you're starting to get into the workforce now, like if you're young starting to get into the workforce, if you got a full time job, this that whoop de whoop whatever, and your job has a 401k account, please start putting money into it, even if it's just one percent, because you can choose the percentage. Um, I think right now, cause cause I'm working at Amazon and they just started the 401k uh, for me. Uh, I think it's just one percent, but. I'd rather have it than not have it because, again, those 401k accounts saved my life. Well, I ain't going to say save my life, but made it so much easier. And, like, again, it's for retirement. So, over the time, you know, over time, like, let's just say you're 20. And I'm not going to say you're going to be working a job, that one job your entire life. But let's just say you're 20, you know, 20. Excuse me. You get that job. And, um... Yeah, you get that job and you work there up until you're 65. So let's say 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. So 45 years, you're saving money. And again, it might just be a small percentage, but over time, you might want to increase that percentage from one to four, five, six percent. And then plus the job is matching you. So over the years, when you retire, you have that money. So that's why a 401k is important. That's why. I was going to hold off on doing the 401k first because I wanted to take all the money that I was getting and help pay towards my debt. But I'm like, but anyway, so, and I know I didn't say anything in the video version. You, I, you know, I put my hands on, like, you know, I just shrugged. So, yeah, but anyway, enough about that. Enough about that. Um, let's, let, let's get on to it already. I mean, that was on my show notes and I wanted to share that with y'all, but anyway, um, now, the next thing. Now, the Halo Infinite beta. Now, last weekend, because what 343 is doing, they have an, um beta, they call it a technical preview. Um, They had one last weekend, and then they're having one this weekend. Now, I've only played one time. I think they was having a two- or three-day um event, and I've only able been played one day. And they also had another day as well, which is yesterday. I say that all crazy. Like, all right, let's start over. So last weekend, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I believe. And I was only able to play Friday because I streamed that day. And, and of course, they're having it this weekend. I wasn't able to play yesterday because I needed I needed to sleep. <laughs> but I am um, I will be playing today um, at the time of this recording. I will be streaming, which by the time this comes out, I've already streamed. But, um, oh, well, it, it depends. It, it depends on when I get this, um, podcast out. But nine times out of ten, I'm probably releasing it the next day, which is Sunday. But, even though I only played one day, this is my impression on it so far. Because I do want to, um, share my impression with y'all, um, uh, with Halo Infinite. Because if you don't know, if you've been following me for a while, you know I'm a um, huge Halo fan. So when it comes to Halo, I'm very vocal about it. It was good. It was nice. I had fun with it. I had a lot of fun with it. And a while back, 343 said they was building it from the ground, um, had a new engine. I forgot what the actual name of the engine is, 
uh, I can't think of the name of the engine right now, but actually, hold on, let's look it up right now. Give me a second, y'all. Let's look it up. Um, Halo Infinite engine. If you don't know, Halo Infinite is coming out uh, on the eighth, two days before my birthday, and I've been saying that um, I was going to take I was going to take some days off the um to 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 um so I could play Halo Infinite and also record the Let's Play. But remember, y'all, I work at Amazon. Peak season, and when it's peak season mandatory overtime so i don't know if it, i won't be able to take those days off they already started graying, graying out those days which means you can't take off those days but anyway um that's what it's called slip space slip space engine they build it from the ground up and you can tell like like it's still it definitely plays like halo still and it still feels like halo but it feels also different like it feels different but it still feels like halo if that makes any sense like okay this is the best way to describe it if y'all haven't played the um the beta now for the longest you know call of duty was and i still have my feelings about activision and call of duty right now but um you know all the call of duty felt the same looked the same and all this stuff so when they did the reboot uh modern warfare which came out 2018 i think I, I don't remember the exact year but when i played that i can tell they built it from the ground up it was still call of duty but you can tell they built it from the ground up like you can tell it was a bit different that's the best way to describe halo infinite it's it's definitely it's still halo but you can definitely tell it's a different engine and it's smooth too because I remember when they had the um, first technical um, preview, which the only um, only a few set of people can play it. When I first was looking at the gameplay and all that kind of stuff, at first, and my phone keeps vibrating. Um, anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm 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 getting distracted. Um, when what was I saying? Oh yeah. So when they first did the first technical preview and I was looking at the um, footage and all this stuff, which I also did a reaction as well, I said it looks a little loose. It, it didn't look bad, but I said it looks a little loose. But when you play it, it feels smooth and pretty tight. So anyway, gameplay-wise, it was good. The weapons feel, it definitely feels good. Um... The ability, such as you know, the um, you know, active camouflage and all this stuff, definitely feel good. You know, they got new abilities on there. I, I can't think of the names on there, but everything seemed good so far. Again, it is a beta, but right now everything is good. Right now, my only complaint, my only complaint, and maybe this is just me. Maybe this is just me. Maybe this is me. I don't know why I just said <laughs> But up score a moment. Let's come back. Woo, 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 woo. Um the only thing that concerned me is the time to kill. So, and what that means is if you know you shooting somebody and you hitting them, if you hit them a couple, you know, there's a certain amount of times that you have to hit them before they finally die. Now that being said, Halo has always had a pre I ain't gonna say a super high time to kill. But 
compared to like you know like call of duty and all those other games it takes a bit to kill somebody but i noticed and again this could just be me and they may have already fixed it already on the second half of the beta i just felt like the time to kill was a little too long because i noticed myself like oh my gosh why am i like i've been shooting you forever why are you not dying yet <laughs> that was my that's my only complaint and that's it. That's really my only complaint about it. And of course, right now, they don't have assassinations on there right now. I think they're going to add it post-launch, I believe. So, um, yeah, that's my impression on um, Halo Infinite. And today, um, at the time of this recording, tonight, when I'm streaming, I'm going to play again. And I heard they added some um, other maps to the beta. So, yeah, that's that. And uh, and then tomorrow I'm playing the beta as well. I'm supposed to be going to work tomorrow, but I I'm taking I took the day off already. Like literally right before I re record um started recording. I literally went on my phone and took the day off. See, and that's the good thing about uh Amazon too. I know they had their reputation or whatever, but as far as like the navigation, it's 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 like there's an app on our phone. We could literally take days off without having to go through a boss, or whatever. We could just literally put on our phone in and just continue with our you know, whatever we was doing, I'm having a squirrel moment, so let's come back, let's come back, let's come back, let's come back, but yeah, that's my take on the Halo um, Infinite Beta, I have to play more to get into details, I might just crack my fingers, but <laughs> right now, it's it's definitely um, pretty smooth, and I do like the, uh, the AI feature they added on there, which each Spartan has their um, own AI, and it talks to you, you know, whatever's going on now, I had the default one, which is the male one, but I heard there's also like a female one that talks crap and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully I'll be able to explore that in the um, beta tonight. But anyway, um, enough about that now. Speaking of Halo Infinite, let's get into our first article. Now, there's a content creator y'all probably know, but that goes by the name of Dr. Disrespect. Um... If you don't know, I'm just going to give you a quick background. I don't really watch him, but I've heard about him a million times. Um, he was originally on Twitch, but then he got um, banned off of Twitch for whatever reason, which um, apparently was a wrong reason, which was whatever. And he came to YouTube. He's doing pretty good now. I'm not going to get into that drama, but he's a comment. Um, well, he is a commentator, but he's a content creator. And he um, thinks that um, Halo Infinite will die without a BR mode, which Battle Royale mode. Now, before I, I, I get into this article, I've always mentioned that um, I've mentioned before that um, I'm not 100% sure if Halo will have a Battle Royale mode, if they should. It wouldn't hurt the game, per se. I have mixed feelings about it. Like, um, it wouldn't be a bad thing. It just depends on how they implemented it and how they execute it. But let's, let's just go, let's just go to this article. Let's just pull this up real quick and let me switch over. All right. So this article is by comicbook.com, um, which was posted on September the 30th. So it was only a couple of days old. And again, the, the the title of this article is Dr. Disrespect says Halo Infinite will quickly die without Battle Royale mode. And this is what he um, this is what the article says. Dr. Disrespect is one of the biggest authorities in the streaming space when it comes to the shooter genre, whether it be Call of Duty, Battlefield, Apex Legends or 
a litany of i think that's what that word is l-i-t-a-n-y of other titles the doc tends to have a good grasp on what makes multiplayer shooters successful when it comes to the to this fall's release of halo infinite which is december the 8th two days before my birthday the beloved youtube streamer has already made it clear that he thinks the title is going to be of a high quality however if it does if it doesn't end up featuring a battle royale mode dr disrespect believes that it could quickly be in big trouble and uh hold on i need to take a drink i'm sorry y'all <laughs> Mm. In a recent video on YouTube, Dr. Disrespect opened up more about his early impressions on Halo Infinite after having experienced the game's recent beta, just like I did. Specifically, specifically, oh my god, I can't talk. Anyway, specifically, at least I say specifically, specifically, <laughs> the doc said that he doesn't think that the latest Halo installment will end up making waves, especially among streamers. I'm going to get back to that in a second. Um, this is what he said. When this game launches, viewership is not going to be good. I'll, it'll be good for like a week, but then it'll slip into that traditional sandbox, he said. When talking about what could keep fan keep fan, I think they meant to put an S at the end, so I'm gonna say it. Fans interested in engagement high. Well, maybe they could have. I don't know. Doctor Disrespect said that he thinks it all relies on the additional of a battle royale game mode. Despite requesting this mode, though, Doctor Disrespect also said that he thinks such an addition would need to be implemented into Halo Infinite in the proper way. Just like I said before, it needs to be unique. It can't just do it just like the other, you know, the the other games. I'm going to get to that in a second. It depends on how it's executed. I, I was looking at this big team battle gameplay footage, and I'm looking at it like just thinking to myself, God, I hope these guys... I hope these guys, if they make it a battle royale, he said, I hope they execute it correctly because they could do it bad, he wanted to say about his potential arrival. At this point in time, developer 343 Industries hasn't said that it will be adding a battle royale component to Halo Infinite at any point at launch or even afterwards. For now, the studio seems solely focused or making sure that it can ship the title on Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC later this year on December 8th. If Battle Royale does come to Halo Infinite, it likely won't be showing up until post-launch. How do you feel? Blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. So that's what he said. Now, this is my opinion on, um, on Halo having a Battle Royale mode. Again, it wouldn't hurt it, per se, but because again, Halo is such a it's it's a it's to me, and this is my opinion, Halo is a different shooter. So if they was to do a battle royale mode, it would have to be done right. It just can't be a copy and paste of what Call of Duty is doing, what Apex is doing, what Fortnite is doing. It has to be and that's why Apex in Especially Apex and um, Warzone. I mean, right now, Fortnite is still the biggest, I believe. But the previous two that I said before, that's why this is so successful right now. Because even though they implemented Battle Royale on there, they could have just did a copy and paste of what um, 
PUBG did, but instead they did different things and all that stuff. And that's what makes them so popular. Plus it's free to play. But uh, <laughs> I mean, we ain't going to never turn down a free game. Don't get me. We never. Why I say it like that? We. We. By the way, if I haven't. Um, ooh, where am I going with this? <laughs> I mentioned in the other podcast before, but let me mention this right now. Um, Halo Infinite is the multiplayer is free to play. So that's gonna help help um the Halo um franchise a lot. The fact that the multiplayer is free to play. So they do have a battle royale mode, it's already free to play. But anyway, I feel like if they implement it, they have to do it. That's why they probably haven't announced it yet, because they're probably trying to find ways to implement it. And they don't want to get people hyped up and then they can't find a way to implement it, and then it's like, you know what, we're not gonna do it. So they I that's why I think they're working on it. But it's like, how can we implement this in a unique way? And how can it work with how the game is? Because again, it's it's a sandbox, it's a sandbox type multiplayer shooter. So it's like it has to be implemented right, basically. Long story short. So yeah, that's that. That's my opinion on it. Like I would be indifferent. Like, I don't care if they do have a battle royale mode on there or not, because I don't really play battle royale games that much. I, I don't. Like, I don't even remember the last time I played a battle royale game. I think the last one I played was, um, I think it was Apex, I want to say. I, I believe it was Apex, and this was months ago. I mean, like, during the springtime. And it's fall, I believe. If it ain't, yeah, it's fall, it's fall, it's fall. It was during the springtime with a couple of friends. But, um, I don't really play battle royale. I, I'm not going to say it doesn't do it for me. It's just... Yeah. If I'm in the mood, if if I'm in the mood, well, mood, yeah, mood. If I'm in the mood for it, I'll play it. But again, it, I'm indifferent about it. I, I don't care too much about it. It would be nice because Halo was one of my favorite video games of all time. And when it comes to Halo multiplayer, again, I've talked about this before. Why do my hair like this? Why do my hair like this? Why my hair? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh. <laughs> Yo, y'all should see the, if y'all listen to the audio version, y'all definitely need to see the uh, video version. You know, if you're only if you're only interested in the audio version, I'm not, I'm not gonna knock you. You know, you could be driving, whatnot. And I don't want you trying to watch my podcast while you're driving and you crash and this and the other. I don't want to feel. Res- I know I'm not gonna be responsible because what you do and your time and what you do and your choices are your choices alone. So. But I still will feel bad. That being said, let's go back. I'm having a squirrel moment. <laughs> but Halo is one of my favorite video games of all time. Because, again, when Halo 3 came out, I invested so much time into multiplayer. Like, like I know people don't care about Xbox achievements anymore. Like, not really. Unless you're, like, young, I guess. But most of my achievements, I bet you, came from Halo 3. But, yeah. Um... But yeah, let's go to the next. Um, let's go to the next story, um, which is another game-related story. And we just finished talking about an Xbox exclusive or Microsoft exclusive. So now we're gonna go to a PlayStation exclusive. And what we're gonna talk about right now? What we're gonna talk about right now? I'm hitting y'all with the Barry White voice. Who? Wait, no, I did the Isaac Haynes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> We're going to talk about why God of War Ragnarok was delayed. So, 
you know, there was a lot of, I know a lot of people was upset about um, Ragnarok being delayed. Actually, hold on, before we go into that, speaking about God of War, I actually just finished beating this morning, actually. This, early this morning, I think it was like 1, 2 in the morning. I finished beating God of War 3. Let me tell you something. Now I see why um, Zeus is one of the best boss um, boss fights ever. Well, not ever, but one of the... Y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I just finished beating um, the third one because I've been... Because I never got the chance to beat the original God of Wars when I was younger. So I got the collector's edition and I beat one, two, or three. So now I'm going to play God of War 2018 and I'm going to do a let's play of that. And hopefully I can finish that let's play before Ragnarok comes out. But then again, I don't know if I have a PlayStation 5 that time. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But anyway, so I'm excited. To, so just to let y'all know ahead of time, I'm going to be doing a let's play of God of War 2018. So anyway, let's go into the reason why God of War Ragnarok was delayed. And this article comes from The Verge, and it was posted on September the 30th, just like the other um, article. And this is the reason why it was delayed. So, Kratos' voice actor says God of War Ragnarok was delayed because of me. Sony, Sony Santa Monica delayed the game so he could recover from back surgery. So, Kratos voice actor Christopher Judge said he's the reason why God of War Ragnarok was delayed. In a tweet, Judge writes that he needed multiple surgeries in 2019 and that God of War developer Sony Santa Monica Studios delayed the game so he could recover and continuing Continuing, continue voicing video games' favorite problematic dad. <laughs> In my fields right now, I need to be forthcoming. This has been approved by no one. To the beloved fandom, Ragnarok was delayed because of me. 2000, August 2019, I couldn't walk. I had to have back surgery, both hips replaced. Oh gosh, and knee surgery. They waited me. They waited for me to rehab. No threats, no. Who do you think you are? Nothing but love and support. And Sony Santa Monica has never said a word about the delay and what caused it. Studios are a-holes, but this company from top to bottom should give us hope. What they did for the crew is way more. Judge goes on to praise Santa Monica. I'm just going to keep saying Santa Monica because saying Sony Santa Monica, it, it throws me off. For its dedication and compassion, saying everyone involved in the God of War franchise puts their hearts and souls in every frame you see. I believe that. I believe that because I heard that they really, they was really passionate about um, God of War. And I want to see that documentary too. Um, the God of War documentary, but I want to play the game first before I see the documentary. 2018's God of War was a continuation of the Seminole PlayStation hack and slash franchise, but a stark departure from the previous game's rage-filled hyperviolence. Yeah. In it, crater craters. <laughs> Yo, I'm terrible, y'all. This podcast is terrible. <laughs> but I still love um I still love doing this podcast. Let me take a sip of my drink real quick. 
Mm. I'm terrible, y'all. Oh, before I finish this article real quick, I got something to tell y'all real quick. Hold on. And I'm gonna come back to this article. I'm all over the place, squirrel moment. I'm, I'm about to have a huge squirrel moment. So, in the last episode of this podcast, y'all remember it was this big crack sound, like this big pop sound? I finally discovered what it was. So, also, last episode as well, I discovered that the wheel was broken off the chair. That's exactly what the sound was. And it wasn't the actual wheel that broke. It's a part that was inside on the base of the chair, like a small part that broke. So now the wheel don't even stay in no more. So now I got to be careful how I move around. If I do too much moving around, the wheel's going to fall and I'm going to fall. We don't want that to happen. So sometimes, so now if you see me more like stiff, like not moving um a lot, well, I am moving a lot, but if you notice I'm a little stiff at times, it's because I'm trying not to move this chair. But anyway, let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> podcast and get back to this article. Anyway, um, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Anyway, in fact, Kratos is older, wiser, but not necessarily kinder as he navigates being a father to his young son, Atreus. I think that's how you say his name? Atreus? Atreus? Christopher Judge won recognition for his role as Kratos with his constant growling of the word, boy. That's another reason why I need to play this game. Now synonymous with the character and the popular meme. Anyway, um, anyway, we're done with this article. We're done with this article. Basically, he said the reason why, um, the reason why it was delayed because he needed surgery, and that was a lot of surgery. That's a lot. That was a lot of surgery. No, let me tell you something real quick. Again, I, I mentioned earlier that my dad had to have back surgery, right? Not as extensive as uh, Christopher Judge had to um, get it. But because he also had hip surgery and all this stuff. But let me tell y'all. When it comes to like back surgery and stuff like that, you need time to recover. Again, my dad, um, just he's about recovered now. Like it's been about five weeks just about five weeks now he's doing much better because at first when he first came out he was in the walker he could barely move now he's outside cutting grass like he's literally outside cutting grass and working on the yard right now so and he's gonna be returning back to work pretty soon but even though he's a even though christopher judge is a voice actor if you really want to sell it you have to do body movements you have to put a lot of uh to it you have to uh like even now I just, I, I just pulled something. <laughs> but like, even now, like, I'm doing all this movement for the podcast and all this stuff. Like, I'm doing a lot of movement. I'm doing a lot of movement. I don't have to. But, I, you know, the reason why I do that, because I, I like to put a lot of energy into this. I'm putting a lot of energy into this. But if I was... Hold on. I'm, I'm going to sit back and try to do it. But if I'm trying to do it like this and this, that, and the other, you know, try to be energetic. Like, right now, I'm struggling not to move so like with him with christopher judge what he probably does and a, a lot of voice actors does this they act out what they're doing in that studio they act out what they're doing if it's like for example if it was like okay kratos just swung his sword and you got a grunt they're not gonna just be like they're gonna and you about to see me in the, um in the video version they're probably literally in the studio swinging. So they probably, Ugh! 
Ugh, they probably doing a lot of movement, like jumping and running and all that kind of stuff in the studio. They're doing a lot of that movement. So that way their voice projecting what the character is, do is doing in the game. They, they're doing a lot of that. And that's what another reason why I appreciate game developers. I appreciate them because they put so much, not just the technical aspects of it, well, all of the aspects I appreciate it because when we first think about, and I know I'm going about to go on a tangent here, um, but again, I always say I appreciate them because we always think about the visual of it, which is important. But there's a lot of there's a lot of effort that goes behind those visuals, like. First of all, somebody got to draw the art and all that stuff. Then somebody got to make the art move. And like for each movement, it's... Think about it for a second. One of the earlier, earliest forms of animation is... And you see it all the time when they take the notebook and people draw in the notebook. And then the next page is like... They draw the same thing, but it's slightly moving. And the next page is the same thing, but it's slightly moving. And then it moves fast and it looks like it's actually moving. That alone is a lot of um, it's a lot of effort. So imagine all of this. So then think about the voice actors. They got to get all these voice actors, and think about all the energy they have to put into that. You just can't be in the studio just, huh? Yeah, what's, this is what's going on. We gotta save the world. Huh, 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 huh. No, it's a lot of energy. And then think about it. Some of those voice actors also, because now they start to move more into uh, motion capture now, which is a lot of work from what I heard. So yeah, that's I, that's why I appreciate game development so much because that's a lot. And that's why I always say, I don't care if a game gets delayed. I want developers and studios to take their time. See, what makes them push a game it's the publishers. That's what make. That's why games are being released unfinished because the publishers want the monies. The ones the monies. They want the monies. That's why I'm still controversial. I, you know, I, you know, that whole controversy with Cyberpunk. But that's a whole other story. I want developers to take their time, and that's why we need to not rush these developers. Let me tell you something real quick. There's so many games out here, you know. I know we want to play these games. Like, for example, I really want to play Infinite. It's right around the corner, but I really want to play it. But I'm glad they um, delayed it because I wanted to be I wanted to be a good game. But there are so many games out here. Why do we need to rush these developers for this one game when there's 50 other million games we can play? It might not be that game, but it's a game to keep us occupied until this other game come out. There are so many games. There's so many indie, I, I need to start playing more indie games, but there's so many games we could be playing. Think about it. Think about it. First of all, me as a girl, I'm 27 years old. I work full time. I go to school, even though it's part time, it's still a lot of work. And I manage, I manage my content creation. I'm, I'm doing all of that. I'm doing all of that. You know, I do all the editing, majority of the artwork. I do all the promotions, you know, when I say, hey, I'm about to be streaming or I just dropped this video, this, that, whoop, 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 whoop. I do all of that. So I am busy as crap. 
And even though my channel is about gaming, I don't get to game a lot because I'm busy. And then especially with me when I was taking care of my dad, oh yeah, it, even though I was off for two weeks, I didn't get the chance to create as much content as I wanted to because I was, you know, having up my dad, this, that, whoop, 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 because, you know, I was doing the cleaning up, cutting the grass, but that, anyway. I don't got time to be playing. I have so many games. Like, my Steam library is not as big as other people's Steam libraries, but I have a pretty decent Steam library. I got my Xbox games. I have my PlayStation games. I have my Wii games, which... Wii. Oh, my gosh. My Switch games, which... Ever since I bought my Switch, I haven't yet to beat a single game, game on my Switch. With the exception of Breath of the Wild, which I didn't beat that on Switch. I beat that on the Wii U. But I have all these systems. Plus my PC, again. Well, I did mention Steam. I don't have... And then I have um, Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass. I don't have time to be playing all these games. But yeah, I'm going to be... Ooh, I hit the mic. <laughs> I'm going to be rushing all these these studios to make one game. when I have all, And I don't even have the time to play the games that I have. Like, I recently just finished beating, not recently, but a few months ago, like a month or two ago, I just finished beating um, the Mass Effect trilogy for the male Shepard. I'm now playing the female Shepard, and I'm still at the beginning. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> so I'm not going to be rushing these two. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I, I went on a tangent. Let's go to the... Um, Let's go to the... What was that sound that I just made? <laughs> anyway, so let's go to the next article, y'all. Let's go to the next story. Now, in the last uh, podcast, I was talking about the game New World, which is being developed by Amazon. And I talked about how this game, because they was having a beta at the time, they was bricking um, GPUs. Um, it was bricking the graphic cards. Um, more so the 3080s, I believe, the 30 series. It was breaking them, was messing them up. Well, apparently, New World is still causing GPU um, issues. And this um, article is from PCGamer.com, which was posted actually yesterday. So let's go ahead and read this real quick. So fresh reports suggest New World is again helping brick expensive NVIDIA GPUs. So, so update. So I'm gonna read the update real quick. Since we published the original story yesterday, multiple readers has been in touch to share their own experience with the hardware errors when trying to run new run New World. As we, you know, let me read. Let me read this first, and then we can go back up. So. Uh-oh, and looks like New World might be the catalyst for a few more brick GPUs. During a recent ill-fated beta test, it was discovered that a combination of factors... Hold on, before I finish reading this, y'all remember um, in the last episode, there was uh, another thing that happened in New World where the girl milked the cow on the game and it banned her. It since got fixed, but they actually banned her for milking the cow. There's a lot going on with this game. Anyway... During the recent ill-fated beta test. <laughs> the reason why I'm laughing because when I first read that story, or at least read the headline, 
the last episode of the podcast was terrible. It was real terrible. I was stuttering. I stuttered a lot, but last episode, and I rushed it too because I was rushing and I wasn't read. Usually I read the articles or at least skim through it before I, um, before I start the podcast. But this time I ain't read nothing. I just saw the headlines and just posted on there because I wanted to put something out. I would never do that again. Last episode was terrible. But anyway, um, but I thought they banned her. I thought Twitch banned her because she was actually milking a cow. <laughs> I'm laughing, but that's because. But what happened was the game actually banned her because she milked the cow in game. But anyway, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I'm having a squirrel moment. This is a huge big squirrel moment. Um, during the recent ill-fated beta test, it was discovered that a combination of factors were were resulting in high-end NVIDIA GPUs getting bricked while playing Amazon's MMO. And now there are reports that it's happening again. The original issue surrounded New World allowing allowing uncapped frame rates in its menu screen, which led to spiking power draw for big boy GPUs. And those primarily, um, Evega, I think that's how you say it, Evega, Evega, I always have a problem saying that um, brand name EVGA built cards sub, um, subsequently. I think I said that right. Subsequently, popping their chips with a crackle and fizz. Crackle and fizz. Move ad. <laughs> if you're watching the video version, an ad just popped up. For its part, um, Vega fessed up and said that some dodgy so soldering on the Mosef. I think that's how you say it. M-O-S-F-E-T-S of a small batch of cars were respons- was responsible and that in reality it had only received around two dozen dead G4s RTX 3090 so well, it wasn't 3080 it was 3090 cars as a result of the new world GPU ca- catastrophe catastrophe oh gosh I can't I promise y'all I can read certain words I have trouble saying but I promise y'all I can read um, those those were replaced without issue as soon as the problem was reported, which were which is a pretty solid response from the company. On Amazon's side, while it contended that the new world closed beta is safe to play, it did quickly implemented a patch which capped the frame rates in the menu screen. Anyways, so it's strange to see reports that it's happening again in the final release. Our, our Allen has been ALA and they're talking about one of their reporters or writers or whatever has been elbow deep in the game's innards <laughs> testing new world's best settings and performances in performance I'm sorry y'all and hasn't break any GPU so far though is seeing a few oddities even with FPS caps enabled in the NVIDIA control panels blah, 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 reporting graphic cards failures and not necessarily on Vega cards either at the time of the closed beta there were a few reports of gigabyte gpus having a similar issue and that seems to be rearing its ugly head again okay so basically i'm not gonna read all this but i am gonna show y'all this if you um watching the video version so here you see when he adjusts the settings, you can see like the GPU, like when it's rendering, it's 
because it says it up here and our tester Alan has noticed and that was my stomach y'all I'm hungry that when changing the graphic settings the game does go through a heart a heart refresh where the engine seems to want to draw the whole scene again from low poly models adding more and more details from there so yeah you can actually see that if you're watching the video version yeah so so yeah that's happening all I gotta say is, I mean, I think this is Amazon's first game, I believe. All I gotta say is Amazon needs to fix that problem. I know they say they put up a patch, but they need to fix that problem. And anybody that's playing that game, just be careful, especially if you have a 3090. Because first of all, 3090s are hard to come by. Second of all, I just had a, I just blinked. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just black, not blacked out, but I just went blank for a moment. Oh my gosh, I had a super squirrel moment. <laughs> um, just be careful when playing this game, cause 3090s are expensive. We're talking about in the thousands, and there's a shortage of them, so they're hard to come by. So just be careful when playing this game. So anyway, now on to movie stuff and entertainment stuff. Um. Now, you know I'm a huge Star Wars fan, right? If you don't know, yes, I am a huge Star Wars fan. If you can't tell by looking behind me, my Star Wars book collection, if you're watching the video version. And with me saying that, The Mandalorian Season 3 is under production. And this article is also by comicbook.com, which was posted September 30th. Let's go ahead and read this. Too many ads. Oh, 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 I have my ad blocker, but still not blocking all of them. Okay. <laughs> Production on season three of Star Wars The Mandalorian is underway, according to a new report. The new season about the ongoing galactic adventures of armor bounty hunter Din Djarin, played by Pedro Pascal, has been in the works since before season two premiered. In October 2020, pre-production began last spring on the third season of the live-action Star Wars series from creator and showrunner John Farrow, who was the first to confirm spin-off show *The Book of Boba Fett*, streaming December 29th on Disney Plus, is separate from *The Mandalorian* season three. December 29th, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Oh, also, oh my God, I'm having a squirrel moment. I just started watching Star Wars Visions. I think I watched up to episode three and I started on episode four, but I need to sleep. <laughs> Y'all gonna learn more um, about me that I have sleep issues. <laughs> but Visions is good so far. But anyway, let's come back. The news that was supposed to be me coming back. It was supposed to be, but I said it. The new season of The Mandalorian started production last week at Manhattan Beach Studios in California. According to Star Wars Insider site, Bezman Bulletin, Bulletin, yeah, Bulletin.com, season three will film through late marching is currently shooting without Pascal, who is playing Joel and now filming the Last of Us series for HBO. Disney and Lucasfilm has yet to announce the start of production on the new season from executive producers Pharrell, Dave Filoni, Kathleen... Kennedy and Colin Wilson. Do, do, do. 
The Star Wars studio recently wrapped up production of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi, each film on the volume stage at Manhattan Beach, MBS Media Campus. Another spinoff, Andor, also wrapped this month after filming in London. Star Wars is kicking it. They really are kicking it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read all this. I'm not gonna read all this. So yeah, for anybody that's a Star Wars fan and love the Mandalorian, they're filming. They started production, but they all, I, 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 like like the article said, they already started production way before even season two started it. So yeah, so if you're excited, if you're excited for that, um, hold on y'all, I'm trying to go to my other article. And they complain about my ad blocker, so I'm gonna have to turn it off for a second. Um, anyway, I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting distracted. So yeah, if you're excited for that, they're filming it. Yeah, and again, Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, coming out. Um, coming out later this year again on December 29th. That's all I gotta say about that. Now, speaking of Disney, now. I don't remember if I reported this. Well, I don't want to use the term report, but I don't know if I talked about this in the last episode of the podcast. But I think I did. I don't remember. But Scarlett Johansson. Um, so Scarlett Johansson sued Disney because um, the way they release um, her movie, the, um, the Black Widow movie. So it was supposed to be released in theaters, but because of the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. Um, they released it on Disney Plus as well. And because of that, they made... Because of her contractual obligation, she was supposed to get paid based off theater sales, but because they put it on Disney Plus, she wasn't getting paid from the Disney Plus sales, and that's why she sued Disney. So, you know, they was going back and forth. That You know, she sued, um, she filed a lawsuit against Disney and all this stuff. So, apparently, recently, Scarlett Johansson and Disney settled that lawsuit. And this article comes from CNBC.com, which, were, which was posted September 30th. And it reads as follows. Let's switch over real quick. Scarlett... Yeah. Scarlett Johansson and Disney settled Black Widow lawsuit. Let's go down. Do-do-do. Marvel star Scarlett Johansson and the Walt Disney Company has settled a breach of contract lawsuit the Black Widow actor brought against the studio in July. The terms of the deal were not disclosed. I'm very pleased that we have been able to come to a mutual agreement with Scarlett Johansson regarding Black Widow said Disney Studios chairman Alan Bergman, that's how you say his name, in a statement. We appreciate her contributions to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and look forward to working together on a number of upcoming projects, including Disney's Tower of Terror. You know, you know, they gotta sound all political. We'll be glad to work with anyway. Um the explosive suit claimed that Disney had breached Johansson's contract every Let's start back over. The explosive suit claimed that Disney had breached Joe. Jo- ah! <laughs> oh God, Johansson's Johansson's contract. It released Black Widow on its streaming service Disney Plus at the same time it debuted in theaters. All right, we got that sentence out. Thank you. <laughs> 
Johansson argued that the company had guaranteed an exclusive theatrical release for her solo film and her salary was based in large part on the box office performances. Performances. Why do I keep an S at the end? Box office performance. I am happy to have resolved our differences with Disney, Johansson said in a statement. I'm incredibly proud of the work we've done together over the years and have greatly enjoyed my creative relationship with the team. I look forward to continuing our collaboration in years to come. Do lawyers for Johansson's Johansson, Scarlett Johansson, oh my gosh, I'm putting an accent in it. For Johansson and Disney spent months slinging barbs at each other. Disney accused the actor of disregard for the dangers I'm not even going to try to attempt to say that word for the dangers of COVID-19 to the movie going public and publicly reveal public I'm done <laughs> revealed that she has been paid 20 million for the film already Johansson's lawyers said Disney's comment were an attempt to make her appear to be someone they know uh, why am I having problems reading this? <laughs> With an attempt to make her appear to be someone they and I know she isn't. Alright, let's skip to this. Mm-mm. While it's unclear if Johansson was paid in the settlement or if new terms were reached for back payment, the star seems to be willing to put the lawsuit behind her. Blah, 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 blah whatever i'm done reading this <laughs> so yeah um they um they came to a settlement um or they came to agreement per se and again they didn't disclose you know what that agreement was and usually when they settle out of court and all this stuff they usually never disclose it but hopefully she got the money she deserves and this that, and the other because again originally in her original contract Excuse me. She supposed to get paid based off the um. She supposed to get paid based off the theater performances, but then because of the pandemic, of course, they also did they put on Disney Plus as well because a lot of people wasn't going to the movies. So, in which I don't blame Disney for doing that, but at the same time, if her contract says that um you know that she supposed to get paid based off theater um you know theater performances and never mention anything of Disney Plus cuz I, I originally they wasn't going to re- um uh, release on Disney Plus until the pandemic so what they should have done was before they released it they should uh rewrote her contract or negotiate a new contract that's what they should I I agree with this um I agree with um with her lawsuit because again she supposed to get paid based off theater performance. Never mention anything about Disney Plus, so that means a lot of she's missing a lot of money because again people not really going to the theater, so she's not getting paid that much. But here here goes Disney Plus. They have it on Disney Plus, and they getting paid off that, but not her. But anyway, let's move on. I'm I'm, I'm done with that story. I had so much difficulty reading that and i don't know who I, I don't know why but anyway let's go to the next thing now who likes spaghetti i know i do but it has to be cooked a certain way now 
when it comes to spaghetti, guess what? Eminem was serving mom's spaghetti. Yes, he was. He was serving mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> now, for those that don't know, um, Eminem recently opened up um, a restaurant in Detroit called Mom's Spaghetti, which, you know, was a play of, um, of the song Lose Yourself, which was for the 8 Mile uh, soundtrack. You know, he says Mom's Spaghetti. Well, apparently when the store, um, when the restaurant opened, he was actually there serving the spaghetti himself. Now we know that Eminem is rich and that didn't have to do that, but he was actually in there serving the spaghetti. And this article comes from CNN.com, which was um, posted on September the 3rd. A lot of these um, articles were posted on the 30th. And it reads as follows. Let's switch over real quick. Um, Eminem served pasta to guests at his restaurant opening. Eminem surprised guests by serving up pasta at the grand opening of his Mom's Spaghetti, Mom's Spaghetti restaurant in downtown Detroit on Wednesday. Slim Shady himself was not expected to be there, but drove up in the car and soon appeared in the serving window. The name of the rapper's restaurant is in reference to a line from Eminem's 2002 hit, Lose Yourself. And it's as follows. His palms are, hold on, his palms are sweet, neat, hold on. I'm sorry, let me prepare myself. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. Eminem raps in the song. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. Okay, I added that extra part, but he did say that in the song. He was quickly recognized by fans who took to social media to post Post pictures of him handing out spaghetti, meatballs, and other Italian foods on his menu. On the menu is mom spaghetti for $9, mom spaghetti with meatballs for $12, and a spaghetti sandwich spaghetti on bread for $11. Mom spaghetti, it's already the restaurant proclaims in a promo. And then the Oscar and Grammy winning rapper actor experimented with a with the eatery as a pop-up restaurant in 2017. Yep, that's it. That's it. Yeah, so yeah, he opened his own restaurant in Detroit and then he was actually up there serving the spaghetti. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I always thought like Eminem should open up a restaurant based off that line and just do, you know, just serve up some mom's spaghetti. And, of course, he didn't. I just wanted to add that there real quick. Now, speaking of servicing and restaurants and all that kind of stuff, I want to talk about the next thing, which is... You listening? Y'all listening? Y'all listening? Y'all listening? I want y'all to listen. I want y'all to listen. I want y'all to listen. Y'all listening? Y'all ready? The customer isn't always right. Y'all wanna get mad at me? Go ahead. Unsubscribe, whatever. Leave. Stop listening to this podcast, whatever. I don't care. The customer isn't always right. So any Karen's, which I don't know why Karen's will be um watching or listening to a black man speaking to a microphone. <laughs> Y'all <Yeah, I'm> weak. But <laughs> For all y'all Karens out there, no, you're not always right. Majority of the time, you're not right. And we're going to get into this article, which is by 
Business Insider, which was posted on September 20th. So this one's actually kind of old. And it reads as follows. How the simple phrase, the customer is always right, gave shoppers a license to abuse workers. And yes, for any of the Karens that's listening or watching, whatever, first of all, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Go ahead and give this a good good, um, a good um, rating, even though I know for a fact y'all not because the fact that I called y'all Karen and y'all already banned me. Y'all probably stopped watching, but anyway. um, Yeah. And as a person that, you know, I'm going to read this first and then, and then we're going to discuss. Where we at? Where we at? If there's one theory among American shoppers, it's that they're always right. No, you're not. After all, that's what we've been taught to believe for over a century, that the customer is never wrong, at least inside the four walls of a Starbucks or a Walmart. It is a saying, or it is an ethos, I think I'm saying that right, E-T-H-O-S, that has guided everything from the rise of early department stores to post-World War II suburban malls. And in more recent times, e-commerce Websites like Amazon. Behemoths. Behemoths. I'm, gosh. I promise y'all I know how to read just certain words. I have problems pronouncing. I know what it is. I just have problems pronouncing. But anyway. But now 18 months into the pandemic, it's clear that not only is that mantra baked into the American shopping experience, it's also dangerous. Yes, it is dangerous. It's creating a sense of entitlement. Yes, it has. <laughs> all these words into this. As somebody that has worked retail and customer service, I'm relating to this. That's why I keep adding the wish recallers. But anyway, it's created a sense of entitlement amongst shoppers that has led to aggression, even violence towards retail workers. We have gone past the point where the retailer was in charge to a point in society where the customer is in charge, Mark Cohen, in adjunct an adjunct professor and director of retail studios at Columbia University told Insider. The customer is never wrong. <laughs> There's some debate about where the phrase, the customer is always right, originated. It is most attributed to Harry Golden Selfridge. Yeah, Selfridge, the Wisconsin-born retail magnate. I think I'm saying that word right, M-A-G-N-A-T-E who got his start at one of the nation's first department stores, Marshall Fields, before building a department store empire of his own in London. But before Selfridge, there was Caesar Ritz, who built the first Ritz Hotel in the late 1800s. I am hungry, y'all, so y'all gonna hear my stomach a couple of times. So so these last couple minutes of the podcast, you probably hear me rushing. According to A.E. Hotcher's 2012 piece in Vanity Fair, Ritz created a code of conduct for hotel staff that stated, amongst other mandates, if a diner complains, if a diner complains about a dish or the wine, immediately remove it and replace it. No questions asked. Okay, that's reasonable, to a certain degree. Ritz reportedly used a slightly tweaked, though similarly definitive turn of the phrase. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that because I think that's, I don't know what language, it sounds like French. Yeah, it looks like French. It basically says the customer is never wrong. 
Anyway, let's continue reading. <laughs> Regardless of... Oh, my legs are to go to sleep. Regardless of the origin of the phrase, there's no doubt that his ethos infiltrated the retail world, particularly in the U.S. But according to Cohen, it wasn't until after World War II that things shifted in America. The interstate highway system allowed recently returned servicemen to move out of urban centers into suburbs. And the department stores followed, becoming anchor tenants, tenants at newly built shopping malls. I can't read. <laughs> Don't clip that and be like, I can't read. And then y'all tell people I can't read. Don't do that. <laughs> y'all going to do it anyway. I don't care. Mm. In order to lure this influx of middle class customers, Cohen said, retailers start making promises. It was satisfaction guaranteed. Returns permissible anytime, forever, he said. There were an enormous array of promises, all intended to assure customers that they should have no fear in doing business with them. Fast forward to the modern era and the rise of Amazon, the retail behemoth, had behemoth I, I, I know I'm saying that wrong, but I don't care at this point, has made customer focus the cornerstone of this business, so much that one of its guiding principles is titled customer obsession anyway um leaders start leaders start with the customer and work backwards it reads they work vigorously to earn and keep his customer trust and keep customer trust i mean <laughs> but amazon has often had to sacrifice his own workers and i can believe that and the process of pleasing the customer and while obsessed and while obsessing over what the customer like. This podcast is terrible, y'all. I'm done. I'm <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> and while obsessing over what the customer might want has led to groundbreaking, groundbreaking new products like the Kindle e-reader or the ability for batteries to arrive on your doorstep in less than 24 hours, it's also mean that it also meant that with 200 million, prime, 200 million prime subscribers. I didn't realize it was that high. And counting that ethos has pervaded customer culture, creating a world where many believe getting anything you want, when you want, should be the norm, not the exception. I'm against that. Anyway, let's keep reading. Violence against retail workers has spiked during the pandemic. Yes, it has. Over the stupidest reasons. And we're going to get to that because I read this article ahead of time. <laughs> the the pandemic has revealed just how much power has been ceded to American customers, or perhaps more accurately, how much power customers believe they should have. When the coronavirus struck last month, retail workers across the country were charged with enforcing government or store policies around masks. Employees told insiders Kate Taylor and Ian Klein came. I think that's how you say it first name. Ine Kane at the time that they were afraid to ask shoppers to don a mask upon entry out of concern for their own safety. Customers who didn't get their way, workers feel, would get violent. Yes, that is true. There's plenty of videos out there with that. Those fears were, were warranted. In May of last year, a security guard at a family dollar store in Michigan was shot and killed after he stopped the customer from coming into the store because her daughter wasn't wearing a mask. 
One month later, a grocery store cashier in Atlanta was shot dead following a mass dispute, police say. If you're watching the, if, watch, if you're listening to the audio version and the video version, I am looking straight at the camera like, are you serious? And just this week, tourists were captured on video attacking a hostess at New York City restaurant Carmine's after she asked for proof of their vaccination status. Last month, the city began requiring patrons to be at least partially vaccinated in order to dine indoors, which I believe is reasonable. Reports of workers being attacked or customers becoming chaotic or aggressive have become commonplace over the last 18 months. In fact, 80% of workers said in a poll earlier this year that they've experienced hostile behavior from customers who didn't want to follow safety protocols and 39% said that they, they were leaving their jobs because of it. I don't blame them. Some workers, this article is long. Like I said, I read it, but then towards the end, I started skimming it. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about this. Some workers and employees are trying to bring attention to the issue. Last month, if employees at a Los Angeles McDonald's held a rally outside the restaurant to protest to what they described as a pattern of violence at the hands of customers and got recently teamed up with competitors like H&M, American Eagle, and Ralph Lauren or a campaign to encourage shoppers to show support for workers who are being harassed by other customers. But those measures won't be enough to curb bad behavior from customers who believe they have the right to do as they please in stores and restaurants. We have to be careful about how much gas we put in the tank and what kind of license we give customers to do business with us, Cohen said. I think that retailers are going to be a lot more careful about portraying themselves as wide open opportunities for customers. Okay, that is the end of the article. Yay, no more reading because that's the last article I'm doing. <laughs> but in all seriousness though people are ridiculous people are pe people are ridiculous and someone that has worked in retail and, and customer service in general for how many years let's see I worked at CVS for about almost 5 years in the bookstore for a little over eight years for somebody that worked in customer service for a little over eight years i have experienced this firsthand not the violence part although there was some times i thought it was gonna get violent but people have this sense of i never understood this sense of entitlement and i always hated the saying the customer is always right because they are not trust me when i say they are always not like okay so when I was working in the pharmacy, when I was working at CVS, um, of course, working in the pharmacy is a tad bit different, but it's still retail, retail pharmacy. Now, of course, with medications, you know, there's certain laws that's intact, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Do I agree with them all? No, but they're there for a reason. Because, you know, reason why laws and rules are made because somebody out there decided to do something stupid and they had to put them in place. So with controlled medications, which is basically federally regulated medications, um, I 
think okay so there was this one time right so with controlled medications you only get a certain amount within a certain time and this that, and the other whoop, 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 whoop. this lady came in and she wanted to reveal her um refill her appraisal lamb which is generic for xanax i'm just gonna say xanax to keep things simple the manager, she was early. When I say she was early, she was like a, if you don't know what Xanax is, it's anxiety medication. But she was like, I want to say a week or two early. And I kept having to explain to her that you are early. I can feel it on this day, but you are early. And she was like, is it because the insurance company won't pay for it? And I was like, it has nothing to do with the insurance company. Although they're not going to pay for it either because you're still too early. The medication was supposed to last 30 days. It was supposed to last 30 days. And here we are on day 20. And she was like, and, and and then I asked her, I was like, in the nicest way possible, I was like, are you taking it? However the instructions say it. She was like, yeah, I'm taking the way that I'm supposed to say, um, take it. Now, again, with controlled medications and drugs, you know, some people taking more than they're supposed to supposed to like i knew for a fact she was taking more than she was supposed to but i you can't really say that you can but you can't put it this way you don't want to get nobody mad and she just kept going like oh my god i need my medication i'm tidy you know you shouldn't be holding people when i'm like now this is a, a different situation I'm like you're not i'm like this sense of entitlement you think just because the customer is always right and i had people pull that term on me before that you're supposed to get whatever you want? No. At the end of the day, it's a business. And that does not give you the right to disrespect people. I have I've got disrespected before. People yelled at me, cursing me before. Both at the pharmacy and at the call center I was working at. All this stuff. They feel like they should get whatever they want. Now, because it was in the medical field, some of the things they were saying or a decent amount of stuff they were saying i agree with them it just i could not provide them with what they needed but it's different between what you need and what you want well i'm not even gonna put the quotation on that there's a difference between what you need and what you need i'm like on and some of the stuff okay here's another example i got right now mind you just because i worked in a pharmacy People could still ring their stuff in the back. Now, my thing is this. I don't mind ringing up your stuff in the back in the pharmacy if it's like a few items, like five items, you know, a few items here and there, whatever, whatever, whatever. But people used to literally get a cart full of stuff, get a cart full of stuff, and bring it back to the pharmacy. Now, mind you, the same people that's ringing your stuff up at the pharmacy is the same people that's filling the medications, preparing the medications, typing in the prescriptions, all that stuff. So by 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 you coming to the pharmacy and bringing a whole bunch of crap, you're taking the time away from me in order to fill other people's medication and aligners for them at this point. And what made it so worse is a couple of them was couponers. I'm like, why are you coming to the back? Go to the front. Well, the line is too long. Really? Really? So you come to the back where we're trying to help people um, get their medications ready and give people their medication. But yeah, you want to come back here and hold up. And the thing was, 
they were big couponers too. So it was like multiple couponers. Like, does this work? Does this work? Does this work for this? I'm like, you didn't go over your coupons before you go shopping. I'm like, does will this coupon work with what I got? Do I have this item work to go to coupon? I'm like, lady. <laughs> and then what made it so worse? I'm all over the place. I'm having a lot of squirrel. Well, no, it has. Some, it is not really a squirrel moment, but I am all over the place with, the, you know, discussing it. Why my eyes closed? Like, I'm literally, if you watch the video version, I literally had my eyes closed as I was talking like this. Like this. <laughs> but, no, like, no, in all seriousness, they used, like, their coupons used to be expired. So when I said I can't take this coupon, they were like, how come you can't take this coupon? I'm like, there's an expiration date on that coupon for a reason. It'd be like a month. And they expect... And this will make makes things worse. Some of the managers make it worse. Instead of supporting you and saying, no, we can't take it, you know what they do? They're like, you know what, we're taking this one time. I'm like, so now you're encouraging her behavior. You by, by doing that, you say her behavior is fine. You just basically told Karen she can do whatever she wants. Now, let me now let me say this. Now, there are certain things we don't mind making an exception for, like, um, for certain things. Like, if it's just, like, small things, whatever, fine. Because here's my thing about the, um, whole customer is right thing. When that started, the reason why they started that, again, like that article said, was to make people feel comfortable about shopping or doing business at their store or whatever. That was the reason why they were saying it. But over time, people took that term... And made it into a term of entitlement. They make it like, okay, I'm always right. I'm always right. I don't care what the policy is. I'm always right. I don't care that the return date was past 30 days. I still want to return my stuff. I don't care if I just wore these, uh, wore these underwears. I still want to return it. And yes, that does happen. I've heard stories of that happening. They wear the underwears. And like, because I listen to a lot of Reddit stories. Like, people would literally wear underwears, doodle-all in it, and try to return it. Yes, that happens. Y'all don't believe me? Look it up. It happens. And people will literally come to the store sometimes and be like, and be like, I shouldn't be paying um, this price for this. I want to pay for that price. Says who? Who are you to determine what you should pay? Let me tell you something. I'm glad I don't work retail no more. I hope I never, ever, 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 ever have to work retail or customer service in general. Because the, the, the sense of entitlement, I'm going all over the place. But the, 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 the point of the matter is, this saying needs to stop the customer is right. And retail, these companies need to support their workers. They need to support them more because the workers, what they're doing is they're trying to keep their job. They're just doing their job and they're just enforcing the policies. And yet, let's just say a customer is angry. They will call corporate and this, that, and the other. And they'll be like, oh, I'm going to have your job. I'm going to make sure you get fired. And I've been told this before. I've been told this before. Like, oh, here's another story for y'all. Again, pharmacy. 
this older gentleman, right? Now, his medication didn't cost that much, but I've learned that even though a medication might not cost that much, you never know somebody's financial situation. Because in comparison, you know, some people, they when they have um, certain insurances, like through their job, you know, certain medications, they might have to pay only, um, they might have to only pay like, you know, $20, whatever, which ain't a lot to them in comparison, because without any insurance, you're paying, you can pay like $60, $80, this, that, and the other. But some people have insurance, you know, through the government or whatever. You know, they have government assistance. And then, like, sometimes their prescription would be, like, you know, $5 or $2.50 or something like that. Which, to us, may not seem like a lot. But if they have government assistance, they might not have a lot of money. So, I understand where you're trying to save every single penny. That being said, this guy, right, his medication, I want to say, was, like, I don't even remember how much it cost, but it was like three something. I, let, let, let's just say three or four dollars or, or something in that case. His insurance told him that it was supposed to be less than that. Now, this ain't really a sense of entitlement, but it's more of, I, I don't know what to call the situation, but it was still somewhat entitlement. And he was like, no, I'm supposed to pay this much, just that, never. Now, I've said this before when it comes to pharmacy. We don't control the price of the Medicaid, you know, with your copay. We don't control the price of copays, which is how much you're supposed to pay for your medication through and after insurance. Uh, we always tell people, go contact your insurance. We don't control that. All we do is run it through the insurance, and they tell us what to charge you. So I keep telling him this, this, that, and the other. So finally, it's like, he was like, I need this medication because if I don't get it, you know, duh, 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 I can die, this, that, and the other, which I heard that a lot, and it could, it does things to you mentally. But the way that he was saying it, he was like, you're preventing me from getting my medication. I'm like, sir, I apologize. I'm not preventing you from getting your medication. Like, I, I understand that your insurance told you you're supposed to pay one thing and there's another. Years later, I found out why the the price was what it was working through the other side of the insurance. I say, we don't control that. He said, you're trying to prevent me from getting my medication. You want me to die. I'm going to have your job and this, that, and the other. And whoopty, whoopty, whoop. And then you have to eat it. You have to take it. You have to take it. You have to take it. And then what made it bad was he came back to the pharmacy and he apologized, but then he did the same thing again. He was like, they say they got it fixed, whatever. And then the price came up. He was like, da, 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 da. And he told the same story again about he's going to die. And I'm going to have your job and this and that. What can you say? What can you do? And that situation was a little bit different. And I'm all over the place. I'm going to wrap this up. But, um, yeah, I have seen so much entitlement. But. Let's get to the next thing, because y'all get the point. The, 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 the whole customer is right thing. The, that whole saying needs to stop. I'm getting a whole bunch of tech. Um, I'm getting a, um, I'm getting a whole bunch of text messages, which I need to respond to. I've always noticed when I'm trying, when I'm not doing anything, which is barely, you know, because of work and all that kind of stuff. I notice when I'm not really doing anything content creation related 
that actually rhymes. Content creation related. Nobody hits me up. But the moment I start recording, people want to hit me up and say, can you do this and this? And anyway, I'm sorry. Um, Let's get to the next thing. And I always, um, the last thing I always talk about in the podcast is something that make it help people, you know, life lesson or something like that. And a couple of weeks ago, this is right before I went back to work. I took myself out on a date. Yes, I took myself out on a date. That I did. I did. I took myself on a date. And some people, some people probably like, how do you take yourself on, on a date? You supposed to take a chick out on a date. You supposed to take a chick out on a date. No, you need to, you can take yourself on a date out. You can take yourself on a date. This is what I did. This is how I treated myself. I went out. The first thing I did was I went to Hooters. Now, I know people about to be lying. Oh, you went there for the women and this, that, and the other. Not really. It was cool to see the women there, but that's not what I went there for. I went there because I wanted to treat myself. I got some wings. I know I love wings. Peace gave me the wings. I love me some wings. I got me some wings. Did I get fries? I don't know if I got fries. But I definitely got wings. Definitely got wings. Um... Got me a drink. Did I get two drinks? I think I only got one because I was still driving. And then after that, I went to um, Dairy Queen and I got myself some ice cream. I think it was um, strawberry cheesecake or something like that. But that's what I went to do. And let me tell you why that's important to take yourself on a date. It goes back to what I said in the last episode. Self-care is important. And usually when we talk about self-care, we talk about, you know, meditation, you know, doing your yoga, spending time with yourself and this, that, and the other, you know, taking hot baths and all this stuff. But also treating yourself, going out, you know, shopping, although don't overdo it with the retail therapy. This one's going to be short. Come about to wrap this up. All I'm saying is that go along with the self-care. Take yourself out on a date because I, I I needed that because at this time again I was taking care of my dad because of the surgery and all this stuff and every single day somebody and don't get me wrong don't get me wrong I am appreciative of the fact that people was coming to the house every day to check on my dad and all this kind of stuff but at the same time I was like. All right, people coming every day, every single day, every and I'm not used to that. People come every single day, so it was kind of draining a little bit. So finally, I had to leave the house because I was in the house every single day, with the exception of you know anything that involved my dad. You know, of course, you know I go to the store or whatever, but I was in the house every single day, and I finally had to leave. I had to leave the house. I was like, I need to get out. Because, you know, with people coming every day, every day, every day. And again, I'm an introvert. So, again, yes, it's family that's coming by, family and friends. But when it's every day, it can be a little draining at times. I'm not even going to lie. Again, I'm super appreciative of it. You know, because people, a lot of people out there don't have family and friends and all this stuff. And we take those things for granted. But I needed to leave the house. So, moral of the story, take yourself on a date sometimes. It ain't even got to be nothing fancy. Go to a bar. Because you know, that's where I went to. I went to Hooters. Went to the bar. Got me some wings. Again, got me some ice cream. Came home. Did I take a nap after? Or did I play the game? I don't know. I don't remember. Treat yourself sometimes. 
You have to do that sometimes. And I need to wrap this up because I have a hundred things I need to do today. Because after this, I'm going to record um, Halo Wars 2, um, Let's Play and all that kind of stuff. Then I got my homework I got to do. And then I'm streaming tonight as well. I got a lot I got to do today. So, yeah, treat yourself. Take yourself on the date. Whatever. Not too much to say about that. But yeah, just take yourself on the date and treat yourself. It feels so good. And again, self-care. Going back to self-care thing. When I shave um, today, when I give myself a roundup. I looked in the mirror, I'm like, oh, I look good. And I felt good today. You know, I felt good. You know, use my Star Wars soap and this, that, and the other. Whoop, 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 whoop. I know I need to do something with my actual hair, my locks. I know I need to get them retwisted soon rather than later. But yeah, that's. But anyway, that's going to be the end of um, today's um, podcast. Um. Hope everybody enjoyed themselves. Hope everybody learned something today. And I hope everybody have a good rest of the day, rest of the week, weekend, whatever. Again, um, make sure if you're watching the video version, go ahead and like it. Drop a comment. Make sure to share. If you're listening to the audio version, make sure to give it a good rating. An honest rating, but a good rating. So, yeah, make sure to um do that. And make sure to follow all my social medias again, Twitter, uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, TikTok, whoop, 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 whoop. I don't have, I have a Facebook, but that's, pro, that's a personal profile. That That's a personal one for me. Although I am going to make a Facebook group page or whatever, um, for my content creation. I will be making that pretty soon. So, uh, yeah. And again, you don't have to. But if you want to make a donation towards the channel, podcast, all that kind of stuff. My cash app is I dollar sign our urban TV. So, yeah. Everybody enjoy yourselves. And as usual, promoting peace, gaming, and wings. <laughs>